We have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. Oh, yes, Travis. And on today's podcast, uh-huh. we are joined by the lovely, talented, from podcast fame, Nature of the Beast's own Catherine Calcho. Where's your voice at? <laughs> we feel bring a voice over here. We didn't discuss this earlier. We never do. We never do. <laughs> we never will. Oh, I'm still in character. Can you get change. out? Yeah, yeah. Walk your way out of it. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I walk backwards down the hallway. Through water beads. Too far in. <laughs> We're having a great time over here at the DPTC studio on this. Uh, it was a stormy day here. It was. A little bit. A little. There was some rainage yeah. going on, and that's fitting of what we're going to be talking about today. We're returning to one of our very earliest cartoon shows that we've talked about on the Days Past Tooncast here. One that kind of got short shrift a little bit. I forgot to do the cast info on it at the time, and <laughs> uh, it was fine. It was just not a very good example of how good the show was, because frankly, the first episode was a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no one's. I bet if you asked anybody in the show, they would have told you that. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, it was. yeah. But this, this was a little bit of a different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This was very exciting. Yeah, I was I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the H out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, what are we talking about? Well, let me tell you. Hell, with, we meant hell. We were talking about hell. <laughs> the F H out of it. H, that's what the H meant. Days past Hellcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Today we are returning to. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. The real. Yeah, not, not that not that fake shit. Although I love that the fake shit. I do too. You, you can give me any kind of Ghostbuster and I'll be happy, frankly. <laughs> I think you come up with a new Ghostbuster has nothing to do with the original. I'd yeah. probably be fine with it because mm-hmm. it says Ghostbusters. That's not true. I saw the movie. The most recent one didn't care for it. So Yeah, that was... Uh... I missed opportunity, it I was. feel. A little bit. But this isn't. This is the real Ghostbusters, the original... Cartoon show following the adventures, the original cartoon show of the not original Ghostbusters, as we've covered on our previous Filmation February episode following Filmation's Ghostbusters, which I love that show too, Mm -hmm. but this is the one that really held my heart as a youth. Yeah, I knew this one. Yeah, everybody knows this one. I'm glad this one came out and we weren't just left with Filmation's. Yeah, yeah. If if the other one would have been great, (laughs) but this is like, this actually very much... Made mm-hmm. me so happy as a child, yeah. and I had so many toys from it. Still, still well, I don't anymore. My my cousin's kid has them now. Bastard. Yeah, that's what the court said was appropriate and just. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't pay him in money, you pay him in toys. Oh, man. GB toys. No, it's cool. I mean, everyone's still, that's the thing. One of the beautiful things about talking about this show, no setup necessary. You know what the Ghostbusters are, who mm-hmm. they are. Ghostbusters mm-hmm. will so shoot. I don't have to tell you shit about them. I'm not gonna. Still relevant today. Before day. the remake movie. You know, the, well, the Always remake. will be movie was crap because they missed <laughs> listen they missed an opportunity to put Paul Rudd 
as uh, as as the Bill Murray character, Vinkman. You yeah, I can, I can see something That'd like that. That'd have been great, man. Well, great. It would the to me the the new one was like it's like a sneeze that you felt like you ha- you're like oh it's coming I'm about to sneeze and then it never did. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you're left just like <laughs> yeah, Ugh, frustrated. I don't care that they're I don't I in fact I wouldn't want them to recast the original characters. No, ever. There's no way in my mind you could yeah. do that. So I'm fine with new characters. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, don't try to recreate. That's too No. All yeah. the and all the women that they hired for it are I think funny people. Yeah. I don't blame them. I just feel like it was a shitty script at yeah. the end of the day. I, I at very least. You're like I, I just blame the female race in general. It's <laughs> yeah. not it's not I one person. There's no need person. to hone in on one. And Kat, that's why we brought you here though is cuz we are <laughs> going to shame you. We're oh. going to shame well, you right just now. Gonna, oh. We're going to tax you for all of the uh I don't even want to joke about this. Honestly. No, that, you know what? That sounds like my it's everyday. Next. I have, there's too many current current affairs going on. Sounds like my everyday. <laughs> that I don't. Do you guys remember current affair? A current affair? Oh yeah, okay. bruh. The pyramid. Social yes. studies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, social studies. Do you guys remember social studies? Yeah. It, okay. It's what uh, uh on, on Dumb and Dumber when he when he's petting the uh, the the headless. Bird. Oh, that's right. It was it was on current affair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. I didn't know that. I didn't know that at yeah. all. Well, today's current affair yeah. is the Ghostbusters episode from the second season. This one is entitled, No One Comes to Lupusville. <laughs> <laughs> no one comes to Lupusville. Which when I first saw that, I know I'm older now because I'm like, lupus? Who yeah. thought of lupus? An, an inflammatory disease <laughs> when the immune system attacks its own tissues. Yeah, I had to look it up too. <laughs> Right. I know it's not good to have like most diseases, but yeah, it's not great. You don't want it. Lupusville sounds like it like your doctor who's very insensitive gives you a pamphlet from 1972 that says, "So you're going to Lupusville." Or or it's your way of explaining it to your child. Like, so daddy's been to Lupusville and yeah. he's the mayor and yeah. all that business. We all go to Lupusville, Lupusville sometime. Yeah, right? it's it's a very on the well, I say it's an on the nose name. Apparently, it, are there a lot yeah. of things that should be on the nose that our main characters on this show don't find to be obvious? Everyone on this episode caught the dumb bug because nobody understands what's going on in front of them at any time. They don't pick up on any clues. It was really one of those. Everyone look up and pretend like you don't see it. Yes. So we can move the story along right. appropriately. It, I could not <laughs> believe I was angry at everybody. Every Ghostbuster was <laughs> was an asshole to me on this because they just nobody got it. And Janine, yeah. too. Janine, I felt angry at her at first. Because she's kind of the one that kicked it off. But everybody, like, oh, I yeah. can't blame her when yeah. nobody recognizes what a fucking vampire is. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. They're Ghostbusters. I get it. They know supernatural <laughs> things. But, yeah, I know you're not a ghost. You don't have to be a vampire expert to see a vampire. Okay, let's let's get to it. Plot twist. It's about vampires. It's got vampires, guys. Sorry. So, again, they're not fighting ghosts. <laughs> Just we've always been asking what are ghosts yeah. in their world. At least in this one, because I was proud they have no of them. idea. They, they don't seem to know. Yeah. No. But they, I was proud of them. They even say in this, vampires aren't ghosts. Yeah. So they seem to yes. have some. Yeah, they brought it up. Man. Understanding, they're willing to admit their faults and their limitations. I love, and they're even they're like not in our job scope. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Not my not my thing. <laughs> I feel like I have to precursor. Um. So my brother met Bill Murray this week. Oh, really? And yeah, buddy. I've been taking it pretty hard because Bill Murray's on my bucket list of mm-hmm. people to meet, and he's not a spring chicken. I'm nope. worried I won't make it. And my brother, though I'm sure he's excited that he did that, he doesn't care. And so I'm like. <laughs> 
Anyway, you're so, like it should have been me. It sh- yeah, <laughs> a little bit. I've been crying every night. Um, but she's like, well, listen, precursor. I cry all the time. I cry so all the time. But this pre precursor, yeah, pre pre to, to the pre- prelude to the precursor. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, that's good. Case in point, that's her book. This week, it's been about that. Yeah. No, but I was really focused in on the Bill Murray character. Well, how did he meet him? The Colonial Golf Tournament. It happenstance. My brother was there for work. You say the Colonial Golf Tournament to me like that's a common knowledge thing for Will. Oh, there's a colonial golf tournament. Do they play week. in colonial garb? It's it's the. Is it like a reenactment yeah, of a civil war battle, but there's with a, golf? Can you, God, can you <laughs> imagine yeah, that? Yeah. Bill Murray dressed as a colonial man. Well, sure. Playing golf. Oh God, that'd be. And they're just God. instead of firing muskets, they're uh, hitting golf balls yeah. at each other. That makes it. That's it. That makes you, it harder. You hit right on the head, buddy. You know what? I think I have a new franchise to start. So anyway, that almost this whole episode. I'm watching the episode, but all I just keep thinking is that that character is the Bill Murray character, not me, Bill Murray. Yeah, it's it, it's a knockoff Bill Murray for it sure. Is. Absolutely. It, it's Obviously, it's not man. Bill Murray. No one is who they who they were in the movies. It's we all poor know that. kids, Bill Murray. So let's talk about <laughs> the vampires <laughs> let's do and it. the people. So we begin at Ghostbusters Central, the firehouse. Yep. And as usual, the Ghostbusters are all asleep in their beds yep. in their communal bedroom. <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> and they take the opportunity to, I feel like, do kind of a visual shorthand character building thing where each Ghostbuster is doing something in their sleep or the way they're sleeping tells you something about their character. Yep. Because Ray is holding a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. He's mm-hmm. just like a fanboy for ghosts. Puffed. A sure. jet puff. A jet, a jet, stay jet puffed. Okay, guys, stay jet puffed out there. <laughs> and then uh, Egon, Egon's doing math. He, he went to sleep with a calculator and a pencil yeah. and then like uh, uh, some kind of equations on paper in front of him. And Venkman is all laid out and smiling like he just, you know, like takes up the entire bed. He would not be fun to sleep with in sure. that way. Unclear what Winston well, was doing. They seem to like a, like a they decided to give everyone else a thing. And then Winston just has a goldfish bowl by his bed. Yeah. yeah. So that's his it, defining he's, character. He's doing trait. Some sort of cr- it looked like he was doing a karate thing with his hands. I don't know. He's a Marine man. Yeah, I think he's, but he's stoic. His thing is always stoic. I feel like they don't I don't feel like they just like the movie I don't think they quite understood his character yeah they didn't everyone else has a bit he doesn't seem to have a bit they brought him in as the New Yorker they're like and then they just stopped there yeah they're like he's black that's all we really he's the got yeah. right black. now well as I understand yeah. I, I forget where I heard this but I heard that originally Winston's role in the movie was bigger than that like he had more to do had more background and everything and then it got whittled down I don't know if that's accurate. there's a lot of things to just get said about bit. Ghostbusters just oh, a little bit oh you baby I'm boy so gonna whittle on it <laughs> they're all asleep in their communal bedroom and that means that poor Janine has to stay up all night apparently I like she, to think she, she chooses that. Maybe she's a night owl. Is she just there 24 hours a day, not sleeping? Do right. they pump her full she of cranks? She doesn't get so. paid for that. Yeah, exactly. She's playing cards with a ghost that they keep as a pet, Slimer. Uh, yeah. And he's cheating, so you should put him back in the containment unit if yeah. he cheats. Like, if you, I say if a ghost misbehaves, you put it back in the containment unit. You can't have it out in the world. You can't trust him. Uh, America's sweetheart, Slimer? They're playing for money. Where does the ghost get money? Did they give him an allowance? I feel like with this episode, we were getting closer to where the show uh, breaks get... off into uh, the, uh, well, the they, Slimer. And but the he was featured a lot less in this episode than the first one that we watched. Yeah, That's well, at true. least I guess I guess so. Yeah, he only is in it. I mean, here's the thing: I'm very thankful. To try and shoehorn him into the other, like about 15 minutes, I wrote one of the notes I wrote was, yeah. I just realized I don't miss Slimer mm-hmm. because you know, he doesn't do anything. He just fucks things up. It is a, because we had like Slimer toys and yeah. Slimer was hardly in the actual movie. I mean, he was not. Really. No, he was I a non He was like, you know, and then he was barely in this cartoon. And so like 
How did he get so? They just well, made he, toys of him. He, he had a, he a was, larger role in the cartoon in general. This this yeah. episode is not representative of how much they were pimping out okay. Slimer throughout this thing because eventually, yeah, you end up with the Slimer. Like Slimer takes up about thirty minutes of an hour block at one point where they have a Slimer almost a spinoff there where he takes up part of the hour. But yeah, they just kids just responded to it. I know I loved Slimer as a kid, of course. But that's the thing is that not he's as the an pet. Adult, though, apparently. No, no, no. Well, he, no, because he doesn't add anything. He's always screwing things up, and they never. <laughs> Here's the thing: he is a ghost. They they're Ghostbusters. So this is like keeping a pet vampire if you're Van Helsing and then he keeps doing bad things and you don't, you still don't kill him. Yeah. Put him in the fucking <laughs> containment unit and be done with it. He's constantly causing trouble and yeah. he'll do some good thing you know, at the end of the day to kind of equal it out usually. On this one, all he does is cheat and take money from somebody and again, you should not be giving ghosts money. So you just, you just it's just irresponsible and yeah. you just don't I feel care so. for I mean, that. He, he may yeah. not be killing, but that could be next. He's our Slimer. Yes. So, mm-hmm. is, I, I just don't think it's it's not responsible of them as Ghostbusters. We're just setting a bad precedent for children to absolutely forgive the wrong behaviors. Well, just no character there. He's an animal at the end of the day. He's not a person. <laughs> he's not a human being. Well, I, I want to know what he actually was pre-ghost. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting man. <laughs> uh, and by the way, uh, something that I really loved in the in the version that we watched is that they kept the the bumpers like the for the commercials yeah. in. And so, yeah. uh, same voice from Slimer actually is speaking as the Ghostbuster symbol, like the ghost behind the red X type mm-hmm. of thing, saying yeah. "We'll be right back." And <laughs> I joked about it the first time we talked about this show, but this is really cementing it. That ghost is someone they captured and are now forcing in captivity to do commercials for them, yeah. essentially. <laughs> like, that's how the Ghostbusters roll. And frankly, I'm okay with that. That's so how they should be doing ghost it. Ghost slavery. They're cutting it corners. Is. Cutting yeah. corners. Well, cutting corners and yeah. saying, you know what? If you're going to be a ghost, if you're going to choose to be a ghost, uh-huh. you're going to put you to work. Yep. We're going to capture you and you're going to be cooking up my eggs in the morning and all sorts of shit. Oh, I don't know that I'm behind this. This is suddenly getting very dark. Well, at the same time, it's, it's funny dark. because he's trying to escape in the bumpers. Like, yeah. he's trying to saw his way out of yeah. the that's thing. They've soldered so him to that thing, so he can't, yeah. And then when live. he sees us watching him on TV, he stops like, oh, oh, forget about that. Oh, and we're back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Very, it's just, uh, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. I Honestly, I don't know which I should, I feel like on one hand, I just want them to go after these damn ghosts because they seem very lenient with them. Yeah. But on the other hand, I don't want the ghosts to suffer. Yeah. Maybe you should just euthanize them. Wow. But they're ghosts. I'm learning more Some about of them probably Will were euthanized. Than I ever thought I would about ghosts. I'm on a tear today, guys. I'm sorry. A ghost. <laughs> I love it. A ghost cut me off in traffic the other day, so I'm kind of taking it personal. <laughs> so Janine goes outside trying to look for Slimer, who's run away because he cheated, and now he's hiding. And she steps outside, and she hears a voice and runs into a man. We're going to hear that voice belonging to that man. Is this the residence of the Ghostbusters? Yes, it is, but they're all asleep. Perhaps if you came back in the morning. That would be difficult. Please tell them to come to this address after dusk tomorrow. I have a special job for them. I need a name for the envoy! My name is Gregor! <laughs> Suddenly more vampire. Three. Right there. <laughs> ah! Uh, Three. Uh. And the lightning strikes every time his... Every time his name is said. Mel Brooks somewhere is smiling. Yeah, time. yeah. Oh, good call. Mm-hmm. So he's he's dropping hints right away. Here's, let's describe the man physically. Yeah. He has black hair. Mm-hmm. He's so pale that he's basically purple. 
He's dressed like Jack the Ripper. Yeah. He he's carries dressed gold as currency. Yes. He gives her a pouch of gold coins. Yeah. If you do that and you're not a pirate right. or a king, you are a vampire. Or from 1776. <laughs> if you're a time traveler, maybe. I'll accept that. There's five options. Like four or five yeah. things you can be. Well, we're narrowing it down. It's like a guess who. A collector. I mean, a rare coins collector. Yeah. You shouldn't be paying with those if you're just a rare coins collector. He drops a pouch like a king would give you all of these things. And then the lightning strikes. He says, like, I can't come back in the morning. Janine is around ghosts and the supernatural all the time. And guess what? She has seen vampire movies before. Unless this is an alternate universe where people just don't know vampires very well, she should have caught on, I think. A jewelry store owner? Or is that the same as the rare Just drop the coin thing, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's playing cards with a booger and calling him out for cheating. I feel like she's pretty with it. She should be on top of things. She's pretty quick on things of uh, oddities. And I want to say that this should be at least like a write-up from the other Ghostbusters for her, like as an employee, like failed to report <laughs> vampire seems like a thing. But the thing is, they're all guilty of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everybody as we go along is as vampire blind as she is. <laughs> They're all fucking idiots. I can't believe it. Ridiculous. So we then cut to the Ghostbusters are driving the Ecto-1 through the countryside somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess Lupusville, which is where they're headed to, is driving distance. And I, I guess maybe it's like upstate New York. Well, we don't know. Without a, I mean, for Without the time. Without a map. I mean, I, I mean, can't tell well, you anything. saying, like, well. how do we know? Without a... Google Maps. Yeah. Like, how'd they know where to find it? Well, I do have a computer. I can look up Lupusville if you want to find one, but I, I'm <laughs> do glad. Do they have a computer? I'm glad they skip over the like bullshit yeah. of trying to tell us where it is, but at the same time, it just seems strange that they're just the next thing we know, they're driving yeah. in the middle of the country. <laughs> this haunt, I mean, again, this looks like Transylvania, where they're going. Right. It's like, you know, misty, foggy night country. Why they're, I guess they're, he said, so come Connecticut at dusk. Or what? Something. I don't know. I, like the swamps I around Washington, D.C. or something. <laughs> like, anyway, they just go out there and it just seems like, and they're, they don't seem to question any of this. Yeah. They're idiots. Dum dums. El stupidos. <laughs> Not smart. Not even Egon. I mean, here's the thing you, you could, you could chalk any of the other three up to something. Yeah. Egon should be on top of this. So Egon, well, Egon and Ray, Ray, Ray's, Ray's the well, Egon no, I know, but, uh, assistant. Oh, no, no, I totally agree. Any one of them could and should have noticed this. He's the common man's Egon. Yeah, yeah. But Ray, at least I can see being so like wide eyed about the whole thing. Yeah. They say, hey, we got a job. This is cool. That he could be distracted from the obvious thing that's in his face. Just to be clear, well, yes. you don't think that they're very smart. I think that they're being willfully ignorant okay. of the vampire threat surrounding them. Gotcha. They don't want to face the reality that, guess what? These aren't ghosts. And we don't know how to deal with them, <laughs> apparently. Which <laughs> really? we'll get to. Which is really, really out of our element. You very, think? Well, that's pretty adjacent to ghosts, I would say. <laughs> I would... Like, I used to, look, I read so many books about the paranormal as a kid. I loved reading about historical werewolf romance, cases. Romance novels. Lots of romance novels yeah. had nothing uh -huh. to do with horror. I just liked the horror of two people kissing and falling in love. Yeah. It was mm. terrifying. It is terrifying. And Vampires. The and the shirtless dude pics. Ghosts. Well, yeah. those aren't that scary. Oh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. More alluring than anything else. Uh -huh. More attractive and titillating. <laughs> titillating. Titillating than anything else. But I, so these things are just common knowledge, a lot of these things. That's why it's so bothersome to me, because some it seems like the Ghostbusters should at least have common person knowledge of these issues. Vampires are a little more textbook, I think, than ghosts. If you ask a child 
they can name at least one weakness a vampire has. Yeah, yeah. One, well, one sign of one and one weakness. Yeah. Ghosts that feel like it's across the board. Oh, yeah, ghosts I mean, like, are just everything. You yeah. know, are they vengeful? How they die? There's a whole backstory you got to get through. The, the G-Busters should know everything supernatural. A little bit of everything. Look, until there's a vampire's like sub-franchise or something like that, Oh, the points that we're making are about to come up because we're going to listen to the Ghostbusters meeting with Gregor, but we have to talk about the town bum, bum, bum. that they're arriving in. It looks like an Amish community populated by people from Gulliver's Travels. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, this is all confusing to me. By the, I thought I had it figured out I at still first. don't get well, it. Well, this is why they're thrown off because what the hell are they? Because I mean, they, they show up. People are in these, like, you know, again, it totally looks like an Amish community. It's, yeah. it's like, you know, they're old. They're giants. Peasants. They're it's tiny. Like a, it's a hamlet, the yeah. place. Yeah. And these people walk out. They're very, t- like, people who are unnaturally small <laughs> and large. Like, dwar- like actual mythical dwarves yes. and mythical giant people yep. are mixing in the society. They're all dressed in medieval semi-garb, at least like peasant peasant-y, garb. Yeah. yeah, very peasant-y. Peasant-esque. And peasant is, is big right now. It's very in. Is it? It's been, it seems like I heard that 10 years ago. But yeah, it's coming back. The peasant back. look, tunics. It's, yeah, it's coming in. It's coming back in. Tights. I'm into it. Yeah. It's definitely going to come back. I saw that someone dressed uh, on Snapchat. So it's I saw gonna... one person dressed as it on Snapchat. Well, the 80s and peasants are coming back strong. Definitely. Everything is in. With yeah. the, and nothing's out. Nothing's out. the shrinking out. of the middle class, the peasant look is definitely going to come uh-huh. back in. Oh, wow. Yeah. These people come out to greet them. They None of them talk except for this one little girl who Which uh, is creepy as shit. I know. Yeah. Her name is Lida, I think. Li- li- yeah, was it Lida, Lena, li- Lida? Li- uh, Lida? I thought it was Lida. I put Lena. Le- no, you're probably right. You're right. I put Lida, but I'm I'm good with Lida. anything that y'all come up Lida. with. That's Let's fine. say Lida. But I she think get, she pronounces she, it Lida. She gets some screen time in this. She too, does, everybody. and I don't under again. What the hell is we're she? gonna have to cover this as we go because if we try to front load it now, it won't make any sense. Because yeah. at first, <laughs> she just seems to be another denizen of this village of people who we don't know shit about except they look weird. I don't know what the hell she is either. And sometimes she's the best drawn thing in the in the scene too, man. She's better than the freaking vamps. She, I don't know. She's like the mix between um, Harry Potter. What was his little servant? Oh, uh, the little the house elf. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. mix between the house elf and a who from Whoville. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 I definitely Cindy. see that. Yeah, Cindy, yeah, yeah. Cindy, Cindy Lou Who. Mm-hmm. So what she reminded me, guys, just so you know, she's a blonde little girl in like an orange dress with a top knot type of thing going on, mm-hmm. and the whitest cocaine eyes. <laughs> Like she looks very tired and very scared. Yes, and what she reminded me, she reminds me. Well, one, she looks like like a trailer park like crank kid just running around. (laughs) But she also a learning deficiency. Like she's she's a feral child is what she looks like. But she also here's the thing: her face just something reminded me of Brittany Murphy from that movie that don't say a word. I'll never tell. tell. And I just kept thinking she was going to say that. Never did it. I never saw the movie. I just saw the trailer a hundred times. It was a good movie. Well, I like I like that line. I'll never tell. I'll never tell. I'll never tell. So yeah, the Ghostbusters show up. They're looking for Gregor. Yeah. Somebody says Gregor's name. Bum, bum, bum. Lightning strikes, and Gregor invites them into his little homestead, whatever it cottage. is. Oh yeah, that's the other clue is the rich castle. Well, uh, yeah. Again, everything is pointing to weird shit, if nothing else. Only the wealthy vampires are out looking for things. By They're, the way. I, I, I think I realize what it is. The Ghostbusters in this episode are too tolerant of weird shit. Now, I don't mean to say that they should treat other people badly, but they're being faced with a bunch of things that should be in their line of work. 
telltale signs of something weird is going on. Yeah. And they seem to be like saying, I mean, they even say about the people, it's like, oh, these people aren't weird. No, 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 no. It's like, <laughs> he's nine feet tall. Like, yeah. that's a little weird. Like, the it's feelers okay to say. just don't go up anymore. They're just like, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm. I'm holding this person in the palm of my hand. Yeah, this person <laughs> crawled into my pocket. We've always been a peaceful, quiet town. We stay to our own kind. The problem is vampires. Yeah, well, uh, it's been awfully nice to meet you and see your town, but it's getting late, so we'll just... You are saying you are afraid? It's just that, well, we're Ghostbusters. You know, we've never had to deal with vampires before. This would provide an opportunity to test our equipment, to see how it works on Revenants. The undead. I've seen enough movies to know that you don't mess with vampires unless you know what you're doing. We don't. Unfortunate. I could have made it eminently worth your while. However, I am a fast learner. <laughs> well, I didn't know when I know Winston in the movie is basically like, give me a paycheck and yeah. I'll do the job. But he is he's just said we're not equipped for the job, and to do the job without that knowledge would be really bad. But you offer money. You even mentioned he was going to pay you in the first place. Yeah. He's even shown you that. But the guy pulls out a treasure chest from a secret location that he has to press a button in his stone fireplace. Again, so he says, our kind. You had to meet him at dusk. Lightning strikes when his name is said. Uh He has a secret treasure chest. I would say this is, again, unless you're a pirate. Yeah. The pirate rule applies here. Yeah. If you're not a pirate, this probably means you're a vampire. He pulls out a treasure chest from his from his secret place, and there's so many coins in there, but there's also a random gold bar that just got thrown in. A sword, and, too, and right? And a sword, like, yeah. with a jewel well, hilt. Yeah. Drawing circles gets tedious. You know, I, I guess would, so. <laughs> I would think, even if you don't conclude vampires, it's still weird. I mean, at some point, yes. you're like, well, this is kind of weird. It's a very weird thing to do. But I, I love time and again how these cartoons always are about, like, the whole thing is like, well, we shouldn't do this. And then some motivation like a chest full of money or gold. You're like, well, we will anyway. It's the immediate turnaround. And then at the end, there's like this 15 little second of, you know, here, kids, have integrity. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As opposed to like, say, you know what? I don't think I should do that. Here's money. I will do, I will a, gold, do that. a gold chest. You will sell I am yourself. Doing that. Yeah, I yeah. will murder. I am <laughs> essentially a hitman. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me they're a ghost and I'll kill them. Like yep. the government's corrupt and everyone pays everyone off and you shouldn't do this, but I will for money. And it's like this whole, like all these mixed messages. But then at the very, very end, 15 seconds, mm-hmm. if you stayed up to the credits, like. But guys, don't be like me. Yeah. Try to do better, kids. Help each other. <laughs> Even if they said, don't be like Winston. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> yeah. Who Who is a voice of reason. Yes. Unless the right motivation. Unless the money is presented <laughs> to him in his eyes. He's seen dollar signs. But uh, you're right, though. I'm, I'm glad that, that Ray stepped up and actually addressed the whole ghost. Uh, he, I can see him kind of looking around. He's like, look, I mean, I don't usually say this to clients, but like. This isn't really our area of expertise, yeah. you know? It's not my job. It's responsible to say this to he, them. He's like, that being said, we never actually mess with ghosts well, either. Well, yeah, <laughs> why don't we just chase around ugly beings? Anything that's ugly, we go after it. So Winston at once says, I've seen enough movies to know that you shouldn't mess with vampires unless you know what you're doing. But if you've seen a vampire movie, you are as equipped as the next person to take care of a vampire. Yeah. All of the there's so many options to kill a vampire. Yeah, you order a pizza and you're pretty okay. Like, and at the, yeah, exactly. And 
And at the end of it, I'm just thinking of, they have this relatively, this is not knowledge I knew of vampires specifically. Like they have weird weaknesses and like rules. Like you can't, I know that they, you can't. You can't cross running water. Yeah, which is I along the same. That one. No, that one is weird. Uh, they, like this is along the same lines as a vampire can't enter a building unless you invite them in. Yes, right. I've heard now that's that. one that a lot of us know. Yeah. But at the end, part of the plot solution involves them like knowing that a vampire can't cross running water. Well, shit, sounds like you're pretty up on vampire goings on. Yeah, they knew that at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They can't weird. be around a television that, that's playing soap operas. Exactly. That's a weird one. It is so easy. Wait, no. Travis. <laughs> I was almost going to believe you. And also, I was going to try to figure out, like, what specific event you were like, oh, did that happen in the news? There was a vampire that he's wouldn't like, watch a soap pages, opera. Like, he's reading notes. Like, he really <laughs> that's knows what, the that's shit. That's what scared me. I'm a freaking PIMP, son. <laughs> he's so confident. They agree to go do this thing that they also agree that they're not equipped to do, which I disagree with. So they set out into the woods, which they're told that's where the vampire problem is. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. That's where you keep your vampire I guess problems. that's where vampires hang out is in the woods. That it's not like they hide in plain sight in society. Which doesn't really sound like a problem, actually. It sounds like where you want to keep them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, keep them in the woods. Just, Versus your city. You're, so, Kat, you're going on record as, like, vampire segregation is the way to go. Well, well... Well, don't... I don't want to hear you backpedaling on this. Uh, they Here, say, Here's your platform. Yeah. You have an opportunity here to take a stand. This is how most politicians should be held to it. Five, four, three, opinion in two, one, go. You know, I think if those who can't get along need to separate themselves to take a break, then that's what they need to do. If they're vampires. If they're vampires. Okay, that's an important caveat. If they can't work through their problems and they just it's best to just divide, that's what they need to do. Okay, you heard it here first. Yep. That's uh, Catherine Couch answer. from Nature of the Beast into segregation. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Vampire or... <laughs> oh, oh, vampire. Okay. Or, or, or women. All right, Sorry. continue. What are we talking about? <laughs> You're way... Whoa. Something's going on. <laughs> Something's going on in Travis land with the ladies <laughs> yeah. right now. So they head out into the forest and I'm about to play like a little uh, a clip clip, <laughs> meaning there's some random moments that okay. occur in it. Oh. But because they start off heading out into the forest, Peter Venkman invites them to do something that's totally out of place, out of character. Yeah. I don't get it. It's not a funny bit. It no, doesn't. It seems and they all go along with it. You'll hear what it is in a second. I'm sure I chuckled when I was nine, but maybe I, it just seems like it was just thrown in there. Like we haven't had a joke in 30 seconds. Yeah. But they head out into the forest. And they are confronted with some, in my opinion, genuinely terrifying vampires. Yeah. They look like disgusting bat people with diseases. Did you get scared watching this? I didn't get scared so much as terrified. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. And frightened. (laughs) Are you shaking right now? No, I don't have to see them right now. Oh, okay. They're gone now. You're not a vampire. I'm not scared of you. (laughs) She holds up a a stick drawing of it. (laughs) You just write the word vampire on your paper. Like, ah! You're a shitty cartoon of a bat. Vampire! <laughs> they get confronted by these vampires. And again, like, I felt like the designs on them look kind of like Nosferatu yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And they look fucking scary, dude. They look like real vampires. Or like, yeah, like real, like almost like old style vampires before they were sexy. Yeah. Like, like before the, they were trying to be like romanticized all the time. Is well, like, guy? Like where they should look like, because they were originally created as kind of a representation of society's fear of disease and uncleanliness. That's what they look like. They look like they have pockmarks on their faces and stuff and weird. They don't look just straight up like red eyes and green skin. Yeah. And like kind of bat like features and stuff. Yeah. Hollowed eyes and everything. Very weird. I have an idea. Everyone walk in step and follow my lead. Ready? Oh, we, oh, oh, we, oh, oh, we, oh. Shh. Listen. 
Let's rock and roll, guys. Fire! So much for rock and roll. About Mozart? Mozart, anyone? <laughs> Keep away from that. You don't know what you're doing. No, that's the destruct switch. Don't be dead. Please, don't be dead. <laughs> They say dead, dying a lot in this episode. Yeah, everyone, we're all, yeah, I love like the distress switch. All of a sudden, something, one, what is that? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm is, always trying to distress. Yeah, the, and the, the oh, random. Oh, the destruct switch. Yeah, the destruct. Oh, distress. You're trying to dis- distress. And I'm like, I'm trying to <laughs> distress right now. <laughs> it's a distress. It's just a place like some light jazz when he switches it, a <laughs> martini comes out. Yeah. <laughs> a chair inflates behind him. Um, so let's go through that in order the marching. Yeah. He invites oh. them to march and and do that chant. For what reason? They all start marching like exaggeratedly and for about two seconds and yeah. then the bit's over. So it doesn't serve any purpose, even a funny one, because they don't milk it, you know, for whatever it could have been worth, which is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. It seems just very random, like an accident. Somebody accidentally spilled coffee and it spelled out that scene. You think just in, in case they thought it was going to be too scary for kids, just to kind of keep it light? <laughs> Maybe. That, that's possible. Or somebody lost a bet in the studio and they're like, well. So now we have to put out a shitty quality <laughs> yeah. product. I got to fit this in. I promised I would. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, I would be very upset if I was the producer and found out somebody put that shit in there because of a bet. <laughs> I would not be happy. There's worse things. So there's that. I, yeah. The rock and roll Mozart I just don't thing, get it. I don't. It doesn't make sense. The, I love that line. I want to The rock that. and roll Mozart thing is actually pretty good. Now, I'm annoyed at the voice actor in general. Yeah. But I think that was funny on its own. It doesn't really make sense, but it's funny. It, Another bit. Yeah, I love that line. I don't know that that's the place for it or even the cartoon for it. Right. I, I think that's hilarious. I think it's good line. enough. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that was them gearing up to fight these vampires that are swarming them. And then in the fight that ensues, they find that their proton packs have absolutely no effect on these vampires. I'm pretty sure if you aim a proton pack at a person, a human being, you at least burn them a little bit. Yeah. Like, you're not supposed to aim them at people, and vampires <laughs> are still present in the world. They're right. beings with flesh. So even if it doesn't kill them, man, it seems like it should do something. Should have an effect on them. A little yeah. something. Yeah. Like, it should at least burn their clothing or something. As it is, it just, like, swarms around them or something, right? It doesn't yeah. even, like, touch them. Like, they're practicing black magic <gasps> the blackest of magics it seems like nobody got affected by the destruct pack which well, is quite the waste they did and they didn't because yeah so all they did was disperse there's a vampire wrestling ego that's what they do apparently is just wrestle people and there's a switch <laughs> prominently displayed on the back of his proton pack completely that is, where you want it <laughs> yeah a destruct switch do you think the vampires were just upset with the OEO joke they, 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 they thought just, this was ridiculous yeah. you guys need to shut we're up we're gonna wrestle right now yeah. we're wrestling well later on when the vampires face some other vampires they just get into a big vampire dog pile and like strangle each other and wrestle it's really weird it's like why they should be doing something more lithe or more at least biting necks or something you know yeah. something beyond just like fisticuffs well they've been around for years they should have laser beams and something teleportation or something, something. i don't know so Egon, when he responds to the vampire that's tackling him, he sounds like a driving instructor. He's like, yeah, no, 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 you don't know what you're doing. Like, he seems very <laughs> clear-headed. It's almost like, get off of me, you fucking vampire. Like, you crazy. Ah. Like, Egon just stays level-headed, like, don't the, touch that. And at the last minute, that's when he gains the strength yeah. to pull him off when he's been struggling for, like, When know, it's already happening minutes. anyway, yeah. yeah. So the he flips the switch. It explodes. The whole place doesn't look good. Trees, you know, knocked out. And the thing is, the little crank girl from earlier, <laughs> Lita or whatever. Crank yeah, girl, I think it works. was Lita. I, I think it was Lita because I thought of Lita Ford, the the guitar player and singer. Oh, yeah, yeah obviously. Um, guys know who she is. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Travis doesn't. He's faking it. Nope. Nope, you're not faking it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've heard the name. I, I can't. I can't. She, I cannot name a single song of hers, but I definitely okay. know who she is. Uh, Lita runs out into the middle of this field where two of our Ghostbusters are just laying there. She has a crush on Egon. She said he's cute. She rushes out and is holding Egon and says like, don't be dead. And it seems like, so. and that's the commercial break. It's pretty dark Yeah. for a kid's show. Just like, cause it looks like to me, I was reminded of with all the fog and the fact that we don't know what's going on out here. And it's, it looks like it's in another country. I was reminded of like uh, the Tunguska uh, event. Do you guys know about that? Where it was like back in the early 1900s. Should we? There was like a site. Well, you guys are from nature of the beast. This is a, a strange mystery of history. Ooh. <laughs> mysteries, Ooh. mysteries, mysteries. Yeah. Uh, basically, it was like, we don't know what happened. Some people think that maybe it was a meteorite or something that fell and hit, but something exploded with major force. It, I believe it was in Siberia and caused, like, if you see the images of it, it just looks like all these trees were knocked over and all it's destruction. And that's kind of what this looks like to me. But I also thought of if you happened upon this and you didn't know what happened, right. it would look insane. And it kind of reminded my, me of the uh, Diet Love Pass incident. All I heard was your robot voice. Diet Love, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Diet Love, I'm going to pronounce the wrong pass incident, which is, I believe, also in Siberia. So everything's happening in Siberia in the early 1900s. And now I'm just thinking about the Chernobyl thing. <laughs> yeah. We're like nine people were found dead and we don't know what slaughtered them out in the Siberian wastes or whatever. Or And so it's just like that, this whole area of town <laughs> that they're <laughs> in the forest yeah. and the fog and everything like that. It just remind, put me in mind, like, this is actually kind of creepy. This yeah. whole thing is kind of eerie. Interesting. Mm -hmm. yeah. But again, nobody actually died or got hurt. No, everybody's fine. But you're right. They it's, got knocked there's out. There's a crater. There's no trees. It, it, it's mass destruction. Yeah. Like, that seems like a very... One also, like, so that affected the vampires enough to... Because I think later a vampire tells us, yeah, some of my people were hurt too. We don't I think know. he says something like that. But either way, at least they were knocked out of the area. Vampires are not immune to <laughs> wind gusts and like dynamite level explosions, at least knocking them down, I would say. Like a weeble wobble? Or just like a uh, object in the world. <laughs> like, I mean, a weeble wobble, sure. But just like a being that's <laughs> extant being knocked over by a giant explosion. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So Ghostbusters are, uh, are unconscious. Lita Ford is a crank girl and she's she's worried about that Egon. A little crank girl. Little cranky. Yeah, she fell in love really fast. Best musical yeah. ever. Yeah, she, really has, she has some attachment issues. <laughs> We're going to take a break and leave you on that little cliffhanger. What happened to our Ghostbusters? What happened to our vampires? Don't die. We'll, Please don't be dead. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey guys, Will here, and all this Ghostbusters talk, it's funny, because I understand we've got a new friend of the show who's into Ghostbusters. And it is our artist friend of the show, Brad Albright. Catherine, how about you tell the folks about Brad? Brad is a fellow artist friend that we recently met at one of my shows, and he has a Ghostbusters series that he recently came out with. He does a line of stickers and artwork, and he does a variety of cartoons, but he came out with a really cool Ghostbusters line. Yeah. Um, and just check out his artwork in general, but you can find him at Instagram at Brad Albright or his website, which is oldschool3d.com. 
He does these really cool 3D drawings. Uh, yeah, Travis, you got one that was yeah. like Rick and Morty, right? From him. Yeah, it was awesome, man. It was like a must-have. As soon as I saw it, boom, I had to cop it. Like heroin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or crystal meth. Yeah. When I've got, you gave me some of the stickers you got from him, and they're awesome. They're on my fridge right now. There's yep. the Robocop, mm-hmm. who's got some dino damage going on. Yeah. And then there is Predator oh, instead man. of Predator. It's yep. a Predator with bread for a head, kind of like Cinnamon <laughs> Toast Man from, yep. uh, or Captain, whatever his name was on Ren and Stimpy. The Vinkman. The there Vinkman. is a Vinkman. Yep. Coveralls in a puddle of slime. Mm-hmm. I mean, couldn't get more Ghostbusters than that, even if you tried. Right? Not at all, won't. man. Brad will be selling his artwork at the Deep Ellum Outdoor Market uh, Saturday, June 2nd. He'll be at the June Bug Arts Festival in Ben Wheeler, Texas, June 16th through the 17th. And he's also uh, doing the poster for Guided by Voices at Trees on Tuesday, June 19th. He'll be selling that poster. You know that band? They're all insane. Brad, not bad. Brad, definitely not bad. Days past Tooncast. We're back. Yes. And we're still in the forest outside of Lupusville. Oh, we, oh. Yes. Uh, Marching in a row yeah, like baby that, ducks. Yep. Let's rock and roll. Uh, too bad. Mozart. <laughs> Mozart. <laughs> <laughs> too bad. Tchaikovsky. Oh, Stravinsky. Uh, bro. I definitely wrote that down. That was hilarious. The Ghostbusters have been blown all to heck. Yeah. By I mean, body parts everywhere. Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> yeah, it's, basically it's you, horrible. When you put your hand in a pile of goo that used to be your friend's face, you know you're on Ghostbusters. Oh, <laughs> and when they come back from the commercial break, there was an explosion. And it sent the other Ghostbusters, I don't know, flying away somewhere, I guess. Yeah, yeah that part still confused me. It's dumb. It, 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 I don't think it's... It was a really cheap line. I it's think. all very, yeah. It's 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 just so that they can do what they do. Like they want, they wanted it a certain way in the plot, and then they shoehorned everything else in. Yeah, like usual. The scriptwriter for this one, and I believe one of the a head writer or the head writer on the show, or at least a top one, J. Michael Straczynski, who amongst other things, he started it. I believe He Man and the Masters of the Universe. J. Mike, what, a- what, no, what was it? Hey Man and the Masters of the Universe! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we, we never say those words normal, so come on. That sounded you, almost you know, painful. You know the drill. He, he got his start on that show. Yeah. That's what I'll now say. That little ditty. That was one of his first gigs. But he created, do you guys remember the show Babylon 5? I didn't watch it. But I know it exists. I, yeah. I know yeah. it exists. Yeah. Same with you. And then he also wrote. And uh, also with you. And with you. And, yeah. And peace be with y'all. And yes. also with you. Coming off of that, he actually ended up doing a bunch of comics work. He wrote Spider-Man for a long time and did some other stuff for Marvel, too, and some other popular comic books. So he's a writer of note. W-O-N. Yeah. Marvel, Marvel 2, him. not to be confused with Marvel 1. Or 3. Anyway, I just wanted to point that out about J. Michael Straczynski because <laughs> he he... I think some of the stuff that's good here, I would like to put on his front doorstep and say, hey, good job. But some of the rest of it, it's like, is this also your fault? Well, he's like, Did you I, do these over here? He's like, I still have to pay the bills, bitch. You're like, the rest I want to put on his front doorstep and set it on fire. That's right. Like a bag of doom. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a bad episode. I just think right. there's some- Like the little crank girl. Well, good, She's wonderful. Good, yeah. Good job, J. Mike. You got to be a writer. J. Mike Strack. Well, yeah. <laughs> we still don't know what she is. <laughs> never will. We don't know what her goal in life. She'll never tell. Yeah. She's just a weirdy McWeirdy. So they wake up and they are confronted by a smooth operator. Ooh, he man. Is so God, smooth. this man is a very uh, smooth voiced 
vampire. Yeah. <laughs> and so he looks true. he looks better than his other vampire buddies, I would say. say. No no pop marks on this. One. No pox marks, although he does have a and by the way, he's never named as far as I can tell. They no. only give one vampire a name and this guy's a relatively major character. They were just the vampires. Yeah. <laughs> and but this guy his like a band. his main weird thing aside from just being pale and like red-eyed is that he has what looks like it would be like a little goatee strand off of his chin, but it's the same color as his skin, so it's almost like a skin tag like that went <laughs> way south. Like someone went rogue with a crayon? It's gross. It is very <laughs> gross looking to me. It's just like a little a chin tentacle. A Ooh. tentacle. It's a, it's a soulless patch. A soulless patch. <laughs> I guess yeah, he's I a that. vampire. I did that. <laughs> That's pretty clever. Sorry. You needn't hurry, gentlemen. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> for a while, at any rate. What have you done with Egon and Winston? Such accusations. And you do not even know me. Your friends are in the custody of the other vampires. Wait a minute, Ray. What other vampires? You really don't know, do you? Boy, it's true what they say. You can't tell one weirdie from another without a scorecard. No one says that. No one has ever said I've, that. I've heard that once before, actually. On this episode. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. heard it when you watched the cartoon. <laughs> you're, a, yeah, you're right. Yeah. What a dumbass thing. I, I hate when someone says, I guess it's true what they say, so that you can say something for the first time on your dumb show. <laughs> It's so stupid. Ray, again, willfully ignorant, I would say, in this situation. <laughs> At this point, with everything else that's happened, and then this man is saying other vampires, it should be like you realize you've been in denial this whole time about the fact that you're working for a vampire. But no, Ray's just like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Vampires? Yeah. What other vampires? And I'm Ding. surprised the vampire has that much restraint to not even like laugh at him. It's like, <laughs> well, you know that old adage... Yeah. One vampire will always expose other vampires. Tale as old as time. Right. You ever heard that? Uh-uh. <laughs> I think I'm just out. I think I'm just not up on the... <laughs> Obviously, you don't eat a lot of Chinese food. I think the listeners at home are missing the, the facial acting, the facial expression <laughs> I acting. I think all all night it's been like a lot of that. <laughs> a lot of exchange. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I really like that voice. I'm going to take a guess that it was Maurice LaMarche who plays Egon. I recognize his voice from a lot of things. He's a superstar. We'll talk about him in the cast oh, sure, section. Well, he played the brain on Pinky and the Brain, and oh, I hear gosh. tones of his Orson Welles impression in that voice a little bit. And what a fantastic voice this one is. It is. Yeah, it's great. I listen to that all day. It's so, mm. it's so not cartoony to mm, me. No. You know, not like cliche cartoon. He <laughs> no, really it's not cartoony. What well, such accusations. <laughs> You've never spoken of your proclivities so bashfully before. Mm, yes. Just have to be slightly attracted to every word you say. But also throw it away a bit. <laughs> Don't keep too much. He gets it it spoiled. He's so he's so quiet. <laughs> it's like, like he automatically everything gets brought down. The yeah. energy is just completely like, well, as vampires, we never do something as savage as raise our voices. Like it's so un unfair. Unrefined. I need you to kill the other vampires, yes. but I don't care. <laughs> and that's that's basically what's happening. I mean, he's 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 telling the truth. There are other vampires. Guess what? There's other vampires. The Pete Gregor and his people are vampires. Plot twist. We now have full on proof of it. There's no denying it. And yet it took that. <laughs> Ray starts to piece it out. He's like, oh, wait a minute. And then he lists all these ways that they obviously are vampires now that it's been brought to his attention. To be fair, and I'm exposing myself here. I did not know. There's a lot of know. exposure. Right here? You're going to do it right here? Just here. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to put it all out Everyone there. Everyone look away. Okay. Yeah, Divert your eyes. I didn't know they were vampires either. 
Really? No. Well, Kat, how do you feel about me? So all this time I've been surrogately calling you an idiot, I guess. <laughs> I'm unfazed. Okay. I just want to make sure I haven't offended you along the way. I don't care whatsoever. I am not. Yeah. I'm no, sorry. I actually, I was like, oh, they're vampires too. <laughs> Crazy. And then I just kept living my life. <laughs> well, that's not the last <laughs> twist. The other twist I did not see coming until they completely broadcasted it at a time right before. I mean, it, I did see it because I had read a plot a summary of this before, but then I was also like... I, see, you knew it was coming. Well, the, the, the final one I did, but I also was like, I it happened so late that I started to wonder maybe I misread the plot well, that one, <laughs> summary. I picked up on that one pretty quickly. Well, I, I yeah, from the name of it, but like, yeah. it's just like at the same time, I'm like, well, maybe that doesn't mean anything because they wait so fucking late. Well, once I picked up on that one, I was like, no. No, surely not. And once we get there, I, yeah. obviously. But I'm like, Psh, You're like, to be what? fair, I haven't watched the cartoon at all. Got to be 100% real. Are we not talking about She-Ra? <laughs> She-Ra. <laughs> She-Ra. We're not talking about She-Ra. Lena. Lena and She-Ra. Get in here. Get y'all asses in here. What am I here for again? Chassie. Chassie, Lena, and She-Ra. <laughs> my three girls. My three sunshines. <laughs> <laughs> and so we I think this is the first cartoon y'all brought me in on that there's not a woman on it Janine uh, you know what I mean she's a woman she is Man, technically and she was showing so much leg it was ridiculously short skirt that's how my girl row I'm dude I'm not complaining I am attracted to Annie Potts as Janine so <laughs> that's fine but I just felt that it was a, a like un, and she even complains about it being cold at the time I'm like well are you an Annie Potts uh, fanboy an Annie Potts fetishist, I mean, <laughs> yeah. To put but, it mildly, absolutely. My dad was too. She's great. Mm -hmm. She's a good actor. Shout out. Good looking woman. Our other two Ghostbusters, Egon and Winston, are waking up on it looks like cots from World War One or something <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the basement not, of not quite as uh, beautiful. No, of and a scene. They, they wake up and Gregor and and like two of his lackeys who have just suddenly appeared and are clearly not the townspeople. Like they're dressed, in, everyone's dressed in cloaks. Yeah. Like purple cloak, black cloak. How do you, again. There's no continuity in uh, no. these things. When, and those cloaks are, if someone's wearing a cloak, that's not even a pirate thing. Pirates shouldn't wear cloaks. <laughs> if you're wearing a cloak, you at least identify as a vampire. Yeah. Now we're as close as we could be yes. to that identity. I agree with you there. At this point, it's like, yeah, the yeah. unveiling could not be more clear. And it is still not clear to Egon and Winston until finally Egon looks over into a mirror. Because these these guys come in and tell him like, hey, your buddies are with the other vampires. They're being held, held hostage. We're going to go get them. And he's like, okay. And he looks in the mirror and he sees that those men are not there and finally starts to put it together. Well, and why wouldn't there be a giant floor to ceiling mirror yeah. in a <laughs> room? in the middle. Yeah, that would have been helpful sooner. No reflection. You refuse to come to the fire hall during the day. All the traits of the vampire. Pity you had to figure that out. You're too smart for your own good. <laughs> yeah, that's what we keep telling him. That and keep quiet never works. Like talking to your own armpit. Talking to your own armpit. <laughs> what does that mean? What? That's not a phrase. It just don't work. Yeah, that's, there are so own. many other things that don't work that are known phrases besides, like, talking to your own armpit. <laughs> like, what are you saying to your armpit? Like, don't stink. Stop it. It does definitely emphasize the... Uh, the futility of it? Yeah. I guess, but man, that just seems... That's just made up. I know. Every time it's... Damn, that's really the only thing I ever say. Yeah. Now, but what are you... 
What do you What do you mean? <laughs> it's either Wowzers. damn, yeah. damn, or all good. And I guess all these vampires have just eaten because no no one's getting right. No, no one's feasting. getting bit here, man. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, sorry, they're a problem. People are passing out in front of them. You know, looking like a treat. It's just not happening. <laughs> they're not. They don't need to feast. They're just hanging out on their own. Yeah. Well, and they've obviously they've not left town. I don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions. All mm-hmm. of a sudden. Well, yeah. And if they don't feast on people, then why do they need to be separate? <laughs> If they're not eating people or feasting on them, then that's fine. We're all good. They <laughs> right? can live with us. Yeah. That's fine. Why did they want to be that's in That's my secluded... main issue with vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the whole the, the blood drinking yeah, and killing, killing thing. thing. Yeah. yeah. Enslavement thing. <laughs> that little thing. <laughs> so he says that you're too smart for your own good. And I just can't get behind that. <laughs> they had to have it. They had to have everything spelled out for yeah, them before they came to this conclusion. You're too smart for your own good to see something in front of your own eyes. <laughs> Disagree on this on this you one. You came in ninth Gregor. place, you winner. It was around this time. So they leave the room. He says, basically, help us or die. And then they're like, oh, okay. So they're going to help. I mean, they weren't helpful fighting the vampires in the first place. They're just two people with proton packs that supposedly do nothing to vampires. So why Gregor at this point would want to use them, I don't understand. And also it's like, okay, we're going to find guys who can beat vampires and then make them beat vampires knowing that if they figure out how to beat vampires, they could they beat, can beat us. us. Yeah. Well, that, that issue shows up on the other side too uh-huh. of things. Okay, so the vampires leave. They get up. They're talking. Egon and Winston are talking about what they're going to do. Our good buddy... I'll never tell. She comes to the, like, you know, the little basement <laughs> window or whatever. It's yeah. like, how can I help you? And they said, go get our proton packs. And she that does that for so them. Well. At that point, I noticed for the first time that Egon had a rat tail. Oh, you didn't know that? that? I didn't know that. Bro, it was that I've, long. I've been knowing that. It was like halfway down his back. Yeah. It is so funny you say that. I knew the rat tail, but I really just started to pay attention to the front and figuring out what the hell is the top of his hair doing. It's an Escher painting. Dude, it's not possible. Right. Dude. It's I, a right. pompadour. I but, always wanted the rat tail when I was in elementary. You can do it now. I can, but. It's not held to the same the same regard though. I mean, it even, was I, never I had, held had, to a regard. No. Yes, it was. <laughs> no. In elementary, no. dude, you know the guy that had the rat tail was pimping. No, no. Now, I did have the three lines on the side of my oh, head, Travis. like the MC Hammer. Yeah, that's that. bad. It's bad. Business. At second, did third you, grade, I quit. Did you pull things out of the trash? <laughs> Just let me tell With you, my jean jacket. Yeah, yeah. Let me so, tell you. No, what are you going to tell me? Well, as an um, uh, observer at yeah, the time of rat got? tails, uh-huh. uh, as a contemporary of yours. <laughs> I thought that the kids who had rat tails smelled funny. Were probably the ones whose parents like dropped them off really early from school and picked them up really late, and like they, if at all, they never could come over and spend the night. And I certainly couldn't go to their house. And <laughs> uh, and, and yeah, they they were a little like they they didn't always bring a lunch. These are the things that at the time <laughs> they always I associated a... with a rat tail. Now that's that's my young brain. I'm saying, but that is what I thought of kids with rat tails. I always associated them as having dirt patches on themselves. Yeah, they're basically like like arms. they were pig pin. Yeah, yeah, exactly, or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, whichever one. Little, little well, guys, them. listen, we're going to agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one, nothing's okay. stopping you now. Soon, I'll be like, yeah. oh, I'll have to hang it over my nothing's my stopping shoulder. you now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> with your three lines on <laughs> Yeah. Will join me with it. Join me at this venture. No. 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 Not happening. <laughs> you're like <laughs> You're like in my experience, uh, this person didn't have parents, Travis. There were just a lot from the outside looking in, <laughs> it seemed that there were some issues going on. No offense if you had a rat tail. No, I'm just saying that's what I, I thought agree. of you at the time. <laughs> 
That's what I thought of things. In my experience. Well, so Egon is a proof that you can have a rat tail and be a very, in, well, yeah. brain smart, book smart guy, <laughs> but not smart with, he's he, again, vampire Common blindness. Yeah. Vampire blindness is a major issue. Well, they all had that. But I agree. This was the same moment that I started paying attention to his hair. Not that I didn't see it, but I was like, oh, that's kind of like, how is that working? Really? It's crazy. But I love it. And thinking, that's a really edgy style for a scientist. He looks like he would be in a new wave band. Not that he couldn't have an edgy style. I just mean his personality. No, scientists are all buttoned down. Well, his personality isn't exactly, you know, edgy and got Uh, going. Vampires have, uh, they have bat tails. (laughs) Bat tails. All right, sorry. Go so ahead. the next thing that happens, that's your last, that's your last one. <laughs> okay, I'm done. That's your last one. Yeah, you you got three strikes, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was one, two, and three. <laughs> so you they laugh. escape. They burn. They use the proton pack to burn the knob off the door, and they escape. Which cool. That looks, it's cool effect. Yeah. Seems like that would hurt a vampire if it's if it can burn a fucking metal off. If we're might hurt a vampire. Science. Just a simple burn my flesh sort of thing. Even if it heals up later. <laughs> they escape, and then Lita lets them know crank that- Crank girl, dude. Just crank go crank girl. Yeah, crank girl. I, see, yeah. I forget all the names that we've had for There's a lot of them. Crank girl, she lets them know that the original townspeople are like in a dungeon somewhere. So let's halt. Stop the damn train. <laughs> <laughs> We're stopping off on crazy town. I'm, t- I'm turning this damn podcast around. Look, <laughs> so we now have four factions- that we're aware of. Yeah. We have Gregor's vampires. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We have the vampires with the smooth talking vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have the 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 Gulliver's <laughs> Travels people <laughs> that are currently living in the town and seem to be kind of mindless. Yep. And Crank Girl is one of them. And then we now have the original townspeople who are in a dungeon, who are separate yeah. from the people <laughs> who were, I guess, enslaved by Gregor's. I don't understand that. That's Connect the main it's a hell of a state. I don't understand how what what the people are. It doesn't make sense to well, me. Well, I mean, they touch base that the, the people that are imprisoned um, under, underground, that that was their town previous. And also not yes, have not been eaten. Who are the, who, okay. I understand that. And we're about to get to the reveal of who they are here in a minute. Mm-hmm. But who are <laughs> Crank Girls people? The weird misshapen people. Oh, the, oh those? Yeah. Oh yeah, I got no idea. They're not but, vampires. Well, they never address it. You never see them again. They never address she, it. She even said, like- They and, disappear. And she says of them, she just goes like, well, I'm Gregor's slave. Mm-hmm. That's all she says about it. <laughs> Which raises a lot more questions. <laughs> well, and I mean, I, vampires, like, you know, well, like, can hypnotize and enslave people well, that they true. bite. Yeah. But these people never turn into vampires. They never show, they just look like weirdos. There's always the evil. Like weird. It's just a freak show. Yeah. That's true. They never eat their little dungeon people. Either. And we never see him again. Yeah, no. we never see him again. That's nope. crazy. I don't. It's very confusing. I just had to get that out there and point out. This is another cartoon with an insanely complicated backstory to it. We keep running into this where they try to fit what could be a mini series worth of backstory into a twenty-two minute cartoon. Yeah, a highly, highly oversimplified. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like you could uh. make like. Five stories out of this easily, like, like a like a series franchise. I counted seven, but yeah, is I'm it, going ten. You're both seven? wrong. Is it up to seven? Like a franchise out of this? Mm. I mean, Slimer betting having a gambling issue is already an episode to me. <laughs> to me, that's a Netflix. And what series. he spends his money on? That's all, yeah. <laughs> what does he spend his money on? Food. He just grabs food. food. He just, steals right. food. But you're it right. all just you're falls right. through him. <laughs> <laughs> so they are gonna go. Free these people who are stuck in the dungeon, the original townspeople of Lupusville, the Lupusvillians. <laughs> and they are all modern dressed people. <laughs> a man in a suit, 
<laughs> women in pants. Like, none of this matches the people. Can you believe it? Women in pants. Quite modern. Can they yeah. vote? Women in pants. Not yet. Oh, They're working on God. it. Yeah, so 1910s. <laughs> people. No, these seriously <laughs> just look like regular, like, like extras on the show yeah. in they, New York. As they explain how secluded their town's been. Yeah, and Where they're they stuck in the dungeon and they built this Amish-looking community. Why do, are they dressed normal? Why yeah. are they dressed modernly? Like, I'm, who's wearing a business suit for seclusion? So they find them basically in jail under, in this dungeon. Here's the interaction they have. They keep us down here where we can't see the sky. It's night, yes? A full moon? Man, I can't believe it. We got vampires in stereo here, <laughs> and he wants a weather report. Yes, there's a full moon. Just get us outside where we can see the sky. We'll take care of ourselves and them. Uh, werewolves. Plot twist. Wow, you <laughs> just, you, that, you, that's how you wanted to do that? Yeah. You just did it. I mean, that's essentially what he just did. Well, and If it, you're paying attention. And in any mythology... Do they have to see the no, full moon? No, no, not only, at all. If only in Spider-Woman. Yes, any... you're right, you're right. On our Spider-Woman episode that we watched. It was? They blocked out the moon mm -hmm. and they turned back into humans. But that's a bullshit episode. <laughs> so don't go by that. That's not historically accurate. It should just be that they turn into that because it's the full it's moon. It's a full moon, It's right. just, it's not a matter of seeing it. And in case in point, it wouldn't matter because they were in locked up anyway. No. You know, they would still be... Unless they can bite through steel. Right. And maybe they can. Who so, knows in this world? So what story do we have on our hands here, guys? <sighs> I don't... Vampires? It's a crap show. And werewolves? I mean, it is kind of like this is the part where Ghostbusters finally is crossing over with Underworld. Yeah. Finally. Mm -hmm. You've been asking for it, fans. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to be a little more climactic. <laughs> You always take that away from me, Will, don't you? Because I always jump ahead, and you're like, damn it, because I, I know I ruined that for you, and here you just, right. you just, it's like the Band-Aid when you've been swimming. It's like nothing. It just fell right off. Nothing. And gets stuck in someone's salad. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking underworld. I know, it really is. Well, it turns into that in a minute. Yeah, for sure. Because we finally see vampires and werewolves, like, attacking each other. What I guess what I'm stuck on here is that the man is talking about how they're werewolves without saying they're werewolves for no reason, except to not tell us yet because it's going to be a big reveal if we can't tell yet. Yeah. He has no reason to hide this from them at this point. He's just representing all of his werewolf and werewolf brothers, I guess the wolfens or whatever. Lichens. The lichens. And he's saying everything but, I'm a goddamn werewolf. Like, right. like, like what more is there to say? Like, he's like, the we're, the full moon. And and then Winston's just like, what are you, what, you're being weird. You want the weather report. It's like, you cannot see this in front of you, sir. I really want to, how did Winston get there? Come on. Any of them. But Give here's him the thing. more to work with. The other, Egon's not any better. He's not seeing it either. That Nobody is, is seeing anything that's happening in front of him. People are just like slamming them you with the facts. You know who would though, right? Yeah. Slammer. As he's pickpocketing them. That's all he would say about it, though. What's he going to do? As he's, like, stealing pocket watches. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. He's a, he's a scamp. <laughs> I just, it just bothers me that they are, at this point, saying all that, trying to keep it a secret for no reason, and the guys aren't picking up on the most obvious shit again. It's in character at this point. I mean, that they wouldn't pick up on it. Because they have not noticed the yeah, at this point, clear really, vampire activity in front of them. They should really just be expecting like fairies to come out of the like the walls or something. <laughs> Bigfoot just crashes into the scene. And be unfazed. <laughs> with, with all the little people on his shoulders. Just... Well, I mean, you could slap Ray in the face and say, I'm a vampire and suck his blood. And he'd be like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, what? <laughs> and this is where finally 
the vampires are attacking each other. Our two uh, factions of vampires. Our Ghostbusters are thrown into the fray. Ray has worked out a thing where they can simulate sunlight with the proton pack and just to- completely decimates, <laughs> like erases vampires with it. Yeah. But the other vampires just say, don't even try to use it on us or we'll kill you. But if you kill them first, you're good, right? Right. So just do that. They didn't think about that in the woods? But they get into that fight. And what we find out basically is that there are two the two factions of vampires. Gregor led them to take over this town. The other vampires didn't want to take over a town because that's too high profile for them. They just want to be traditional and hide in the woods, I guess. Not bring a lot of attention to themselves. Now we're finding out that this town was founded and built by werewolves. That because... How- Lupus is Latin for wolf. Exactly. Werewolf. And I'm assuming they named it. They didn't move to a place called Lupusville already <laughs> because it was named for wolves. No, they put a flag in the ground. They just they looked for this area. They did a Google search for any place named after wolves, and then they found out <laughs> Lupusville in Upper State New York. Well, in the time of the land rush. The vampires start fighting. The prisoners have escaped. And this is where we're going to have the final, the underworld showdown that you've been waiting for, Kat. Yeah. Vampire on werewolf action just the hottest. It Triple is. X. I mean, because the whole thing, it's the vampires against each other because they oppose how they want to proceed. Is it traditional? Is it modern? And then you bring in the werewolves. and It's so exciting. <laughs> well, and honestly, like the transfer, oh, here, let's listen to, because again, up until this point, this is about minute 18 or 19 out of a 22 minute cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's all wrapped up by 20 minutes. Anyway, uh, This is just now finally coming out. The time has come to help us or die. (laughs) Gregor, the prisoners have escaped. (laughs) You kept us prisoner in our own town. You denied us the moon. You wanted our town because it was so well isolated, so safe from outsiders. Would you like to guess why? Like they didn't know? Exactly. (laughs) Oh, no. Yep. No, no. Yes, Ray. Get ready. So the vampires, right, Ray? <laughs> the vampires happened to accidentally choose a werewolf enclave just because it was isolated, and they they didn't realize that there were werewolves there. Accidentally, Wh- what are the chances? Like they don't know Latin. Apparently, they don't. They don't know. They're just as stupid <laughs> as all the Ghostbusters have been this entire time. You know, they happen to find a werewolf town on accident. To take over? <laughs> After the credits, it jumps to, kids, we were so busy fighting amongst ourselves, we didn't pay attention to what was going on in front of us. <laughs> know your surroundings. <laughs> I just, I, and that's it, that seems convoluted to me, too, because I feel like they've made references to things like they would know that they're werewolves at this point right. for various reasons. You would think that would be sort of a catalyst for why they would want to take over. Like, so, that, that's a threat. And if that's the case, then he's stepping out and telling him something the man already knows. Right. Hey, we're werewolves, and this is why you wanted our town. Right. And we did this for. It's just all. It, either it's too much exposition when they already know it, or it's just dumb. And frankly, <laughs> I'm going with number two. It's too much to unpack. Yeah. In two minutes. Yeah. It's just fucking dumb. They should have made this more <laughs> a central part of the plot. I would have because it would have been cool. Because this fight at the end, the man turns into a werewolf. It is very grotesque it, and scary. Yeah, it's it pretty epic. It's like um, it's like an American wolf in London. Or the, the the howling, like these really like 1980s, like really kind of gross looking transformations, yeah. not like simple ones. They've never made that sexy. You know how no, they, there's they, no they're way always to. trying to make all of these like uh, monster movies romantic. They've never made the werewolf thing romantic. Yet. I feel like they've never captured the pure sensuality of a female wolf. 
I agree just with you. Just the raw. I highly agree you, with you. Eroticism. You've always ran on that platform. And, and I, I always will. On it. I've never flip-flopped on it. And never. I never will. And never, they, they no, no, never no. will never. until like a Halle Berry takes care of that. But. Hard on crime, Ooh. harder on female wolves. <laughs> <laughs> just holding a pin. Just yeah. you Bob Dolan it. <laughs> We got a big fight, vampires and werewolves, and the Ghostbusters just uh, hightail it out of there. <laughs> they say, you know what? We shouldn't have ever done this. We, we we made a mistake. We shouldn't have been involved in all this. I mean, they really fucked things up. Yeah, here's a good distraction. <laughs> yeah. Let's bounce. And, and Egon like, explains. We've done nothing. We've done nothing. No, they've yeah. only made it worse. Egon explains on the way. He's like, we better get out of here because it's about to get worse. What do you mean it's worse? He's like, do you know what happens when a werewolf bites a vampire or, or vice versa? And we see it and they just immediately become werewolves with wings and their look on their faces, these vampires and werewolves are like, huh? What? Like, this <laughs> happened to me? And they're like, oh no. It's just like they, for 20 minutes, we watch them do nothing. <laughs> and then all of a sudden in a minute, everything happens. Yeah. It is weird as shit. Michael is born. It's pretty gross. Pot lichen. Yes. Pot vampire. Oh. Kate? Kate, is that you? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Somewhere else for a second. <laughs> Your eyes glazed over Jumped a little ahead, bit. Jumped ahead to the franchise. Very excited. Yeah, you were smizing and everything. <sighs> this kind of reminds me, I don't know if you guys would have ever seen it, but someone will catch the reference. Vampire Hunter D is an anime that they showed on Cartoon Network late at night back when I was a kid. It was one of my first exposures to anime. Oh. It, was a little, it wasn't the most mature thing in the world, but there were there were boobs in it, I think. And uh, <laughs> and there was definitely blood. And, true and there were form. werewolves and, and vampires and stuff. And some of the grossness of this and like the attention to detail and the close-ups of the werewolves and the vampires in the fights reminds me of that feel a little bit what for some reason. Vampire Hunter D. Mm-mm. He's like, it was called Boobs and Blood. It was called Boobs. I that one. Boobs. <laughs> galore, colon, boobies. the vampire story. <laughs> well, that's Called what the one where the guy of. carries the cross, though. That's the Bible. <laughs> no. no, it was actually an anime thing. You know what I'm talking I about. I don't know what you're talking about. Really? It was also a, on Cartoon Network. The guy carries I, the cross thing. It was a gun disguised as a cross. Jesus, the anime. No. Oh. And then Lupin the Third. So the solution the Ghostbusters end up with is run away and then blow up what seems to be public property <laughs> because they aim their proton packs from very far away at a dam. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Like an actual dam. A damn dam. And explode it. So we're seeing how powerful the proton packs are. Uh, yeah, again. They can explode a dam. <laughs> like you need TNT to do that usually. That's a, that's an act of terrorism, by they the explode way. Explode it. Very expensive. They blow it up and surround the town magically with water and then make the claim that vampires can't cross running water, showing that they know more about vampires than even I do. Yeah, because I wrote that down too. I was like, I didn't, I had to look that one I, up. I was like, <laughs> I wrote that too. I was like, they can't? It's the real deal though, apparently. <laughs> really? Now, apparently a bridge will let you do it. You can do it over something else, but you can't just cross water straight up. Apparently, I looked this up. The, the answer that I got is because vampires represent impure things and running water somehow is representative of purity, similar to why salt could bind a ghost. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. I guess. But why is running water pure? I would think still water would be purer. Running waters, man. They run deep. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Won't get fooled again. (laughs) I didn't know they were vampires until the middle. A little girl like me and a a boy like you. (laughs) The final... The final shot of this thing mm-hmm. had me in fits. Uh, yeah. They drive away from this terror that they just left behind. Yeah. And they say that how they came away empty-handed. They didn't get their treasure chest full of gold. <laughs> which and, is true. Which I'm always sore about. Sure. 
Egon, you can hear Egon saying as the Echo Ecto One drives off into the distance. Oh, I don't know that we came out <laughs> empty-handed. And Lita, little crank girl, is sitting on their back bumper. So he knows that she's there? Can't even put her in the car. And is he taking this girl home? Yes. Yeah, well, because he promised to take her away from there. But he shouldn't do that. You can't no. do that. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do it's you can't take luck. little eight-year-old girls. Well, yeah. you promised you promised to kidnap her and you're not even gonna actually put her you in the car. You should not make promises like that. Is she yeah. eight? Did we did we capture her? She looks she might be a thousand. We, we don't, don't know, know, but she is small and, and seems to be of sub-average intelligence. And also oddly infatuated with him. Which yeah, is she likes the egon. Well, because she's like an ape that falls in love with Jane Goodall or something. You know, Aww, it's like yeah. Yeah. It's like, definitely. you know, I love you because you're so smart. And I feel like she could she could really be a problem later on. We don't know what she's capable of. I would say the problem is CPS and the the police. <laughs> yeah. Like men uh, in <laughs> We don't know what she turns into is all scientists I'm saying. Scientists in their 40s should not be taking little girls home <laughs> with them. It just isn't supposed to happen. Well, after all this mythology, you know, we don't know what She might be a changeling. Yeah, yeah exactly. we don't know what she is. Crank girl protective services? Yeah. 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 <laughs> CGPS. Mm -hmm. CGPS. Yep. So the moral of the story that I took away from this is stay in your own lane. <laughs> stay in your lane. Don't, if you're stay Ghostbusters, bust ghosts. Don't try to bust vampires. Fair enough. Yeah. There's plenty out there. Yeah. Plenty of ghosts <laughs> for everybody. Okay. It's not my job, Karen. <laughs> you're the only cartoon doing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cast. I'm going to make up for last time. Because I didn't say nothing Good. about the I, cast. I got, a, I got a question for you too on one of these. I'd love to answer I'll, that question for hopefully you. Hopefully you got it. Um, Frank Welker not only played Slimer in this and Ray, but he also played uh, the main werewolf man in a suit who made this the speech. Mm. I could I don't that's not listed. I just know his one of his many speaking voices. That's definitely one of them. So Frank, hats off to you, buddy. <laughs> Always. I mean, the man. I, there's yeah. nothing to, we we could and probably should do at least a minisode about Frank Welker just charting his history as voice actor because he has literally been on almost. Ep every episode that we talk about a cartoon on. Janine was played by Laura Summer. The only other voice role that I really saw her doing was Panamon on various iterations of Digimon Adventure. So she was basically played a Pokemon in a Pokemon ripoff <laughs> franchise. <laughs> That's Sounds it. like the shortest. That's the main thing I know about her. Uh, she was replaced by Kath Susie from the third season on. It seems like the third season, a lot of characters, not everybody, but a lot of people got replaced either in the third or fourth season. And she was one. Kath Susie we've had on here before. She played Linka on Captain Planet and Kitty Pride on Pride of the X-Men. Oh, but she okay. was not in this episode. Right now. Yes, what was your so question? So my question was on, on Janine's voice. I could have sworn that I heard um, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Heard like heard one of their voices in there a little bit. Nothing, huh? I think you're just hearing things. You think so? Yeah, I think you're just hearing things. <laughs> All right. Venkman, played by Lorenzo Music. Garfield. Known to most of us as Garfield. And uh, he was also on Gummy Bears, an old favorite of Travis's. I know that. I used Shout to watch out, it too. Yeah. He was replaced by Dave Coulier, uh, Uncle Joey of Full House fame. Cut it out. After season three. Oh, yes. Season, cut it out. Ooh, season three would be such a dangerous season for everybody. Well, it's season three for some and season four for others. What a sweaty season for a lot of people. They're like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe some people just, I doubt anybody said, I don't want to do this anymore. It was uh, good work because they were doing like, they did 170 episodes of the show ultimately. Wow. So that's a lot of work. The only people who were in every episode playing the same characters were Frank Welker as Ray and Slimer and then Maurice LaMarche who played Egon. We'll get to him in a second. Mm. Winston was played by Arsenio Hall. 
from seasons one through three. So it didn't sound like Arsenio Hall to me in this one. He sounded different, but this falls under the time when it should have still been Arsenio Hall. But it didn't. It just didn't sound like the same voice to me. So yeah, it sounded completely different. Wow. Uh, if it was somebody else, it would have been Buster Jones, who was a TV host uh, in the seventies, and he also was on Super Friends, Transformers, GI Joe, and a few other roles. But it seemed like most of his work, voice acting wise, was on this. Uh, Arsenio Hall actually beat out Ernie Hudson for this role. Ernie Hudson, who played Winston in the original Ghostbusters. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Now, they said on the show kind of insulting that they didn't want people. This is I'm I'm kind of not quoting, but I'm retelling a story that I heard Maurice LaMarche tell who played Egon. He said that they weren't looking for people to do impressions of the original characters from the movie. Mm -hmm. So that would make sense that they don't want the guy who played him because they're trying not to go that way. But that would, I guess, be why they didn't want Ernie Hudson. Because otherwise, and I just feel bad for Ernie Hudson. Like He is know, the like, character. Is he OK? That's like what the Charlie Chaplin coming third in a Charlie Chaplin lookalike. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't yeah, know that. That's, right. that's yeah, funny. That's right. Yeah, it's essentially something like that. But that's just, I don't know, that sucks. That does, because <laughs> it's like, man, I'm really, out of, I'm really out of work now. This is, I really would like to play this character because I really, he means a lot to me. <laughs> it's like when Clueless the movie became Clueless the TV show and everybody played their same character except... Alicia Silverstone? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even remember there was a TV show of it. Wasn't really right, for yeah. Wasn't for your demographic, more for mine. <laughs> What's yeah, my demographic? Mine a little bit. Not vaginas, I guess, is what I'm saying. I'm in the Ooh. no vagina party. I'm not trying to be sexist. I just think it was more Well, you don't have the, to try to More succeed. for the teenage ladies, <laughs> not for the teenage fellas. Finally, we have Egon, played by Maurice LaMarche. I think this guy is awesome. Yeah. He is an all-star. He also, like I said, played the smooth-voiced uh, vampire. I'm just not credited, but I'm just saying that definitely had to be him. He has been so many things over the years, including playing Egon in the 1997 Extreme Ghostbusters, where he's kind of like the wise old Egon overseeing these upstarts. When was this? 1997 Extreme Ghostbusters. Well, that sounds really cool, man. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's great. <laughs> I mean, it's called Extreme. <laughs> okay. Jeez, Will, tell us how you really feel. Stop screaming at me. <laughs> <laughs> I told Travis, I told you that that's my new go-to with anything, right? Oh, yeah. yeah if yeah, you yeah. say that to somebody, they either have to laugh with you or they get frustrated and, and then they, they are screaming. basically screaming at you. So you're like, whoa, stop freaking out. That sounds like a great way to diffuse situations. It's, it's not at all. It's crazy making. It's, it's terrible. Great, but it's funny. mind trip. Okay, Maurice LaMarche. He was a stand-up. He's Canadian. He was a stand-up. So he was probably on a lot of Deke shows, I would guess. Sorry, Maurice. And he... <laughs> He was a stand-up in the 80s and then ultimately fell into voice acting. Then he started sitting down. <laughs> he he fell, fell right into it. Fell yeah. into yeah. voice acting, the poor thing. Yeah. Transformers, Inspector Gadget, Dennis the Menace. Oh. He was Destro and other characters on the Deke years of G.I. Joe. Wow. So the second run of the yeah. original G.I. Joe. Duke Nukem and Verminous Scum on Captain Planet. He replaced whatever celebrities they got to play those villains originally. Yeah. He's the one that replaced them. Animaniacs, he was Pinky. On Animaniacs what? and Pinky and the Brain. He's the, I'm sorry, no, no, excuse me. He's the Brain. Good Lord. He's the Brain, the brain not Pinky. Yeah. Rob Paulson is the Pinky. No, he's the Brain. He does a great Orson Welles impression. He, that's what the Brain is. Yeah. He played Yosemite Sam and other Looney Tunes and later iterations of Looney Tunes. Oh my gosh. He's been on The Simpsons. He had various roles on Futurama, which is where I really first started noticing him and paying it, knowing who he was. And just really, he was Kiff amongst others on Futurama, little green guy. Yeah. And he was also on The Critic, the John Lovitz cartoon that I really enjoyed. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I love yeah, that show. Yeah. Numerous roles. What did that quit? That when? Yeah. After its third episode. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was on for like two seasons, oh, okay. maybe three. Numerous roles. You'll you guys will both love this. I know. 
numerous roles on Rick and Morty. Oh, I did. Including Shut the up. infamous Abradol Flinkler. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys what? remember that character. Which one the was Abra- that one? The Abra- <gasps> Abraham yes! Lincoln and, and Adolf Hitler combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he played him. This man is a legend. He is. He really is. He played Egon for us. Thank you, sir. Wow. Continues to work to this off. day. And that's all for the cast information. I feel vindicated. You I feel made up redeemed. for yourself, buddy. And so, Travis, now it's time for you to step up to the huh? plate. And deliver. Oh, no. On yeah. some Ghostbusters You know toys. I don't deliver. We're all going to be disappointed. Oh. You just a giorno. Oh, man. I'm uh-huh. nothing. Better check your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Tale as old as time. All right. Let's Nature in, of buddy. the beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I got some toys for y'all. Thank so you. Let's do this. Let's and cardstock too, like you mentioned. Thank you. Oh, it's the first one here. Oh, guys, what oh, he's saying is that he printed out <laughs> visuals yeah. of the toys for us on Visu- cardstock visualization instead of just describing oh, it to me. So mm-hmm. I figure with guests, I'll keep doing this. What? Oh, oh just for guests. Yeah, just you for can guests. Toss yeah. it. You're not so special. All right, man. So what we got here is a. Uh, <laughs> Is a 1987 Real Ghostbusters series. Uh, it's oh, a th- I love it's three guys. mini ghost traps with guys. an AFA rated of 75, which is uh, action. Well, wait. <laughs> action packed April. <laughs> already happened. Which is action figure uh, authority. Uh, yeah, it's in pristine condition. It's rated 75, like I mentioned. And uh, it's Kenner, which means it's 120. Kenner, it's fun. Kenner? $120. <laughs> no. Look at him. Is that your. How yeah. big is that thing? That's like the palm. Doesn't matter. Hand. I had. I, by the way, I had both of these. Do did yeah. you? Yeah. That's, that's I had like, almost. The more we do Ghostbuster stuff, <laughs> the more I realize I had almost every Ghostbuster toy. Hundred twenty dollars. Seventy five. All right, you can get this for one hundred and ten dollars. Uh, no, nope, I went over. You're good. <gasps> yeah. Yep. Yep. That's the, excellent. Ding, ding, ding. Them the brakes. Yeah. These are great. They just look like one just looks like hungry, hungry hippos. It that's exactly what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, just like a purple hippo head with feet coming out of it. But is it like this palm of your hand size? That's what it looks like. Yeah, about. Okay. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It does the size doesn't matter. I keep hearing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I will continue to tell myself that. Or right, here's the next one, guys. This was Ooh. this was really the star of this episode. Of course. Every this, episode. This is the Ecto One. Baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a uh, excellent throw. This Thank is you. by Blitzway, which I think they won. Blitzway. The con- <laughs> <laughs> they won. They Man. won the contract to I guess do the new Ghostbuster toys, and so this is one sixth scale right here. Oh, it's the- one sixth scale. Oh wow. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this thing looks. This looks like a picture of a real. It does. Of a real car, right? I can't believe you. It looks like the real deal. It's so quality. You're like, I don't want to believe you. Kat, you get to guess first. You won. Aye, aye, aye. Last round. What's the condition? It's brand new. Primo. What? Yeah, it's brand it's new. P, Primo. Wait, wait, like like it came out with the new movie, brand new? So Blitzway, I guess, won the contract for like all the all the old Gus, but the, yeah. the bidding war was just bloody. Yeah, right. Yeah, I guess uh, we, we saw we saw some of the um, some of the Blitzway toys at Toys R Us. Uh-huh. Remember the the... Um, yeah, the action figures, very was, realistic looking. Yeah, it was all the older ones, so they kind of won the contract for this. So that's the the Ecto. So one they remade the old stuff. It's not a, it's not from the eighties. It was sort of remade. Not remade so much as we're going to do figures that are modern of the old ones, and they look better than the old ones did. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. But it was just put on the shelf. Now, this, so. is, a, this is a pre-order. Um, it's estimated to arrive um, the first quarter of 2019. So this is like... So oh. This basically doesn't even exist yet. Mm. Right. This is a big deal. Yeah. So mm-hmm, you had to pre-order mm-hmm, this bad mm-hmm, boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a hypothetical toy. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. Um, you know what? So, yeah. Okay. Whenever you talk about a bidding war with something like Ghostbusters, I just imagine that it's like Conan the Barbarian level savagery of just like people murdering each other to get to secure that contract. Oh, for sure. It's got to be, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's why I said it. I just said it, Trav. It has to be that. It has to be only the violence that I just talked about. Any guesses on this? And I will give you all some uh, Days Past tokens. You know, hint, Are those hint. valid outside of this room? No, not at all. Not okay. a, don't not try anyway. it. No. Gotcha. No, you'll be arrested on site. We'll, we'll Probably shot, too, but not in the face. 7-Eleven Can I get real tokens? No. No. no we'll talk about that. All right. All right. No more questions. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, my, I have... Mixed emotions. Yeah, I do. Well, I'm come on, to, sister. Uh, Sixty-five dollars is what I'm gonna say. She, I give you tokens, low. and that's hey, what you're doing. Don't give her a second like, fucking chance. I'm sorry. I'm sounds, sorry. I know it sounds. I can think it through, but I know it sounds cheap. But yet, it is only this big. It's a brand new toy, but there is a pre-sale. I mean, because I'm thinking about like the Star Wars and those models, and I know that those can go for like one oh two. But I'm locking this in. It's not. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. That's what you're... This is where, where my, my headspace is at. Uh, 65 to 75, but... <laughs> We're not doing ranges. <laughs> it's, it, listen. Asshole. <laughs> this, this, this does measure more than 40 inches in length. Okay, I'm going to lock in. I heard that before. 85. 85. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. You just said you're small. Which one? No, I just said I've heard that before. Oh, okay. Not about him. 85. Okay, 85. Locked in. <laughs> 85. <laughs> That's what she said. Okay. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Okay. What about you? Uh, well, I'm. I mean, I feel like the easiest way for me to win this is just to say a hundred dollars, knowing that it's going to be more than that, but more yep. than yeah, but knowing also it's more than eighty five. So, here's my guess is one hundred, but I'm going to take a less safe non guess at five hundred. Wait, is this a range again? No, Thank I'm just saying you. my guess is one hundred. Yeah. Okay. To, to be official, to be safe, but my, my I would guess you off mic. It's five hundred dollars. It could be five hundred dollars. That's insanity. It's not. Will this thing is one thousand five hundred ninety nine dollars? Holy shit! What? Are you kidding? Not kidding. I mean, this, forty inches is a big this, ass toy. This is a this is a pretty good uh, collectible toy here. I mean, it's a big. Forty deal. inches is like uh, you could almost fit a child in there. Yeah, it's it's one sixth scale. So oh, this yeah. is embarrassing. I actually work. I mean, I work in this kind of shit every day, and I well, didn't even think. Well, I mean, about you that. do work for the Ghostbusters Corporation. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. No, I work in like. Eight eighth inch scales and shit like that. <laughs> I mostly work at a one to one ratio <laughs> with things. Yeah, no, I work. I work in scales, and I wasn't even thinking. Well, you butchered this one. Yeah, you butchered it. <laughs> Sorry for whoever else. I should I butcher. All right, I let's go on to the next math. one, guys. Here, pass that on. They call it cat. Check out the butcher. I didn't even, T- a take a look and dollars. take a look. I am way too old to understand math. All right, so what we have here is—is is that a real company? Blitz- <laughs> Blitzburg. <laughs> That, that looks like a knockoff company. Lego? What does it say? <laughs> it says Lepin. What? Let me see. No. I mean, is that like the Swedish? Yeah, maybe. That's what. I, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Lego though. I uh, printed the wrong one up. You just printed accidentally misspelled it when you were printing yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's a uh, it's a it's a Lego. It's a four four thousand six hundred pieces. It's a it's a. What are you doing there? You're just throwing cards hey, around? Hey, she did a very good throw the first few times. Get off her back. All right. Thanks. So yes, yeah, this, this is the Le- the Lego uh, firehouse. The Ghostbusters 
<laughs> it does say Lepin. It does. <laughs> Thank you. I, it's funny, Kat. I, you know, I really, this is just, I thought, I was like, how could she mistake Lego for Lepin? What a weirdo. How and then I, oh, I, I pull it up and it says Lepin in no unclear terms. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lepin must be like the, the Fjordian. It's like you guys. It's like the, if Ew. you bought it at uh, Ikea, it would say Lepin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fjordianberg. Yeah. All right, wait, what uh, was the scale of this one? Oh, it's Will's turn to guess anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's for ages 16 plus. Yeah. Really? It's a lot of pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a 3D you, what, puzzle. Those but are the kids, hard. as long as they're not swallowing things, they can still try to build it. <laughs> no. Do they Do they card you if you go try to buy this? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love to uh, see that. Yeah, apparently you can huff that or something. I don't yeah. know. Okay. I'm not sure what the Oh, it's got some slime in it. Yeah, you make meth or something. That'll make you meth. Mm-hmm. It'll crank you up like a little Lita. <laughs> Not included. No, never tell. <laughs> okay. Uh, bu- 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 I mean, yeah, there's no information about size on this, but it has 4,634 pieces. Yes. Which alludes to being rather large. Oh, yeah. Um, wait, here we go. Hey. I, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's a th- the three-story firehouse. So it's three-story stall? Mm-hmm. Actual mm-hmm. stories. Um, highly detailed model, features a laboratory, um, a containment unit, dark room, a garage bay, an office area, kitchen, sleeping quarters, bathroom, and recreation room. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to guess $65. Don't ever look at me like that. <laughs> Your guess? <I'll> say, <laughs> since it's I your have, funeral. <laughs> so that's that right. Looks, uh, since I have the economics of a nine-year-old woman in 1940, I'm going to try and just... I'm just going to, yeah, uh, 250. Uh, this definitely goes to you. You're yay! the winner. Cat, yay. $349.99. Really? Wow, that's yeah. an expensive weapon set. That's Target. That's Target price, too. Man, I used to play Lepin so much as a kid. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, lots of Lepin. <laughs> Hurts when you just step built on a lot one. Of Lepin. Just, yeah. just Lepin everywhere. All right. Lepin sounds like he's like a historical figure's name. All right, so last but not least. Lepinville. <laughs> this is the uh, blue coverall jumpsuit that Egon wears. Ooh, oh, I used to wear coveralls. Little cosplay in here. Oh. Uh, this is this is a medium. It fits pretty snug, says the uh, the person trying to sell it. <laughs> this person's 5'8", and it's real snug on him. 155 pounds. And uh, yeah, it's got an iron-on stitched badge. This is something. What does the badge say? And what, Ghostbusters. And what is this? Travis? Oh, I just threw it on because it was cute as hell. It's so cute. That's good. What it's is it? Yeah. I well, no. Okay, less for my benefit because I'm about to see it. But what is the cute thing for those that can't see? It's a tiny little Stay Puff baby. Oh, <laughs> oh that is a very adorable little Stay Puff Marshmallow Man yeah. costume. Yeah, it's just a fat baby in a fat baby costume. Yeah, that baby was funny, Fatbabies.com. Yeah, see, it, 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 was, it was the same Game Boy uh, stuff I was trying to go for on that one. Okay, so this is a man's Halloween costume that he's selling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man, you really you really went all out with the size on this uh, picture. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't get it bigger at the time. I just couldn't. That's what he said. <laughs> you like all that cardstock? <laughs> yeah, it's mostly cardstock. It's just a waste. I'm so sorry, guys. Whose resources are you wasting? Oh, the cardstock's yours. Aw, <laughs> Oh, baby need cardstock. <laughs> Better get tokens for this. Womp womp. Well, you uh, better guess. Yeah. What you got? 95. I know it's less than that. I know it is. I, I overshot. What do you got, Will? I used to wear coveralls when I worked for my dad okay. in uh, my teenage years. Okay. And they were pretty comfortable because you just wearing underwear and uh-huh. an undershirt at most underneath that. Yeah. And um, there's no way the Dickies ones that I wore could. What? When was this? Like mm, age 14. 
blasting Led Zeppelin in my dad's machine shop, yeah. doing stuff he probably just didn't really need doing, but he, he yeah. made it up for me to do. Yeah. But, you know, it's a machine Sweet. shop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, there was a lot of sweeping. I did some machining. Yeah. Uh, $50. Will, wow. It's 45 I knew what it is. 52 What? 31. Yeah. I did it. And I was I knew it was gonna be low like that. And I just... Shout out to the will. Low life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking low life. That concludes Rat Tail style. My toys. Thank you, Travis, for yeah, your no toy problem, corner. Buddy. Yeah. As always. Well in done. the small in the small picture. <laughs> in the tiny picture you you procured for us here. The other ones are gigantic. <laughs> I'll step my game up, guys. I just couldn't I couldn't figure it out. You couldn't even maximize it. I couldn't. I tried to, but I couldn't print it when I maximized it. I gotta I don't understand. I gotta Google some stuff, man. Computers are hard. How much is that stay puff baby though? The whole baby? The whole baby? Just the whole just, baby. Hey, just uh hey. I want that baby. Talk to me after the show. <laughs> <laughs> you have someone on the on the bumper of your Ecto one that you're gonna sell her. <laughs> yeah, right. I want that baby. All right, guys, that wraps it up for Days Past Tooncast this week. Uh, be sure to come back next week. We're going to continue down memory lane with more shows that we've talked about before, revisiting them for spring cleaning, summer gleaning. All that good fun, buddy. Because it will be June by then, I think. <laughs> That's fine. Summer t- fun. It takes as long as it takes, okay? I'm not a maid service. <laughs> if you guys would like to contact us, and I would like for you to like to contact us, and then act on that, like. Send us an equation. <laughs> I love that one. It's great. <laughs> I'll never be able to say any other joke. Like, I want to say other things, and every time you're just waiting to mention the equation. It's so great, man. <laughs> That's your joke. I well, love until it. Someone's, uh, someone does send us an equation of any kind, it could be two equals two. That's technically an equation. Doesn't matter. It doesn't even have to be accurate. Just have an equal symbol in there. But until you send us an equation at one of the following places, Travis is going to keep talking about the equation thing every time we do this. You can follow us on Twitter at dptooncast. You can contact us by email, dptooncast at gmail.com. And finally, you can go to our currently open for business Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. I'm sure at some point it'll be shut down again for no reason. (laughs) But until that time, please feel free to visit and join in. What's the number on? How many times has it been shut down right now? More. I cannot count. Why does it get shut down? Never given information. It just says, we think there's been suspicious activity on your account. Please send us a picture to prove that you're you. Well, I'm the one that sent you the picture in the first place. Wow. So I could be anybody sending you the same picture over and over again. (laughs) You don't have facial recognition (laughs) bullshit. It's ridiculous. At least it came back quickly this time. Uh, Hey, Travis and Kat. Yeah, buddy. You know, we've been talking about ghosts and crazy weird things all this episode, but you guys have a podcast that y'all do where you talk about weird things. Mm -hmm. Crazy weird things. Hit it. We have a podcast called Nature of the Beast where we talk about the paranormal, the occult, the weird and wild. Um, You can hear us everywhere that podcasts are played. We are Nature of the Beast. Yeah, we got archived episodes out there. It's really good. You should check it out. Excellent. Mm. You guys also do a great job with true crime stuff as well. Finally, Travis and I, here on the Days Past Tooncast, released a music video of a song that we recorded and wrote, a parody slash mashup of the X-Men 1992 animated series theme song and Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-A-Lot. It's called X-Men Attack, and if you go on YouTube and search for Days Past Tooncast, you will find it. Uh, double up. Uh, uh. Uh. (laughs) All right, folks, this is Will signing off on the Days Past Tooncast with a Spooky Tutor-my-tutor <laughs> This is Travis Tutor-my-tutor Thanks guys for having me 
Thank you, Kat, for being on. Uh -huh. We always Thank appreciate you. you coming on. Do you have anything else to say? Let's pause for one more second. Let's talk for a second. I'll never tell him. What? I didn't do nothing. Oh, I was going to talk to you. You about motherfucker. It. <laughs> he never told. He never told. You never told me. You never told me. I'll never tell. I'm watching you. I'll never tell. I'll never tell. <laughs> you did that. You're to blame. All right, guys. That wraps up the show. 